Welcome to the All Manner of Things podcast. In this episode, we will be reviewing Galaxy Tracker. Hi, I'm Shondell. I'm Peter. And this is All Manner of Things, the podcast where we discuss and review board games. And today we are reviewing a special game for me. This is Galaxy Tracker, the first sort of modern board game that got me really into hobby board gaming. So on the back of the box we have this as being uh, two to four players. Ages 10 plus. And playing for around about 60 minutes. Basic gameplay. In Galaxy Trucker, players are working for a corporation that deals with plumbing supplies in space. Really? In the future. It's like I haven't read this before. I didn't know that. Okay. So they've decided that why pay for ships to deliver their plumbing supplies when they've got all these supplies there. So they're just going to get their staff or people who work for them to chuck together ships out of whatever supplies they can find and then fly them through space instead. Okay. So... For the first phase, you are the space builder. You have a series of tiles flipped upside down, which can vary between cannons, shields, rockets, uh, and carriage areas, and places where aliens and humans can reside, oh, and batteries as well. They're all flipped upside down, and you have a template of a ship in front of you. The idea is that you would flip over these tiles and decide whether you want to put that tile and where do you want to put that tile, which connects to your core piece. The second part of the phase is where someone goes through a deck of cards and each card uh, has a, an event on it that you come up against in space. So it could be a meteor swarm, it could be space pirates, or it could be some planets where you can pick up supplies which you can sell when you get to the end. The idea is if you can survive all these events that are thrown at you, you're then judged on who comes first, who has the prettiest ship, and um, selling the cargo. You earn space credits for all of those things, and there are three rounds, and then the person who's got the most credits at the end of the game wins. Presentation. What did you give it? Um, I gave it a four. I gave it a four as well. So that's off to a good start. Yes. One thing I can say straight off the bat is the little battery tic-tacs. Yes. How could you not give it a four with those little battery tic-tacs are in a game? They look amazing. I do worry that someone's going to eat them one day, but they look very cool. I also think along with the little battery tic-tacs, which we should stop calling tic-tacs, but um, this episode brought to you by tic-tacs. Um, the, along with the little battery pieces, we've got uh, the little astronauts and the little yeah, aliens. Yeah. They're pretty cool little components. Always good if you have a, like a plastic figurine over a token any day. Yep. Yes, uh, the artwork in this is just fantastic. Yeah, it's just fun and cartoonish. Where's the kaboom? There was supposed to be an earth-shattering kaboom. Um, I love the box artwork as well. Yes. It's good. Again, it carries through with the theme, which is very cartoony and fun. And, and the rule book's the same. Absolutely. A lot of humour throughout the rule book. So, fantastic. One mark against it that I had was inside the box. It was just a whole bunch of baggies. 
and they just float around and, you know, it's hard to pack up and unpack those. Yeah, it's a little annoying when there's so many different components to have to put them back into a bag. Exactly, yeah. And one other thing I did have to mention within presentation is just be careful when popping out the pieces at the start because there's a lot of pieces that have a black backing and if you're not careful when you pop them out and rip them, yep. the cardboard underneath is white, so it's very obvious which piece is which. Exactly. Marking your pieces, marking your tiles. Yes. And Although having said that... Look, it rely, the game relies on having those tiles unmarked, so if you true, see... True, but that, we've, got, we've got a tile that we did rip in ours, that's why I say this, and I still couldn't tell you what that tile is. I know exactly what it is. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, oh. So you've been cheating all this time. It's a good piece. It's a good piece. <laughs> okay, uh, rookie rating. What did you give it? I gave it a four. I gave it a three. I get, look, I gave it a four and then I gave it a three. And I can explain why I've done that. Go for it. The iconography on it. I still cannot get it. I've played this game like probably 20 times. And each time I've... Just left the game, come back again. A couple of days later, I'm like, what does that symbol mean? You're talking about on the main board? On the main board, on that little card, how you have to supposed to uh, uh, shuffle out the different cards, the different piles, yeah. and there's an extra yeah. pile that isn't marked anywhere. And, and you know, and I, I keep going, keep getting confused I don't about it. it. Yeah, I don't mark it down too much. And, and the, the prettiest ship, yeah, what's the prettiest ship and what's the what comes first and, and a whole bunch of other ones as well. I don't mark it too much down for that because I think that's only three times in the game that you actually need to know that. Yeah. So if you did have to look it up, it's not too bad. What is more important is understanding what the components are. Yeah. And you know, you pick up a gun, you know it's a gun. You pick up a thruster, you know it's a thruster. You might get a little confused with um, the alien life support. But you don't need to throw that in straight away as well. Yeah. So you know, I think it's. It's pretty easy to explain what the components are um, and how they sort of fit together. You know, don't put your gun facing anything else because you're going to blow that thing up when you go to fire your guns or don't put a thruster on the side because you'll just end up flying around around circles. I like those I like those logical shipbuilding rules in this I, game. I think if you're going to start as well, um, you've got a timer in this, so you might want to allow yourself a little bit more time in order to build your first couple of ships but sometimes it's fun anyway just trying to build something that that falls apart along the a journey yeah um what else do they have uh it's also it's the game is three rounds so if you take that first round to really get your head around how the components go together yeah you've still got two more rounds to play to really get into the game so that's you know quite easy to pick up it does have lots of components though so if you are opening it up for the first time pretty Bringing it out in front of people who haven't played that sort of game before, mm. it might look a little overwhelming and also yeah, a little bit geeky. Yeah, that word? There you go. There you go. <laughs> it, it is. Look, it's a space theme. A lot of space themes do feel geeky, but it, it's also cartoonish and fun, which can also appeal. Yeah. Then yeah. again, it can take away from some people as well who want to play something a little bit more serious. Yep. And the cartoon feel can always work against. It, it's a bit of a gamble. Yep. Player interaction. What did you give it? I gave it a four. And I gave it a four as well. So there we go. Yes. Um, Why did you give it a four? Look, the, the first time I played this, the one thing I was really disappointed about was that I couldn't shoot 
other people yes, with my ship. Exactly. Like, I'm building exactly. a ship and I'm putting guns on it and I couldn't shoot them. And I was like, oh, okay, oh, well, why oh. am I getting guns? Yeah. I mean, it's still, it's still fun. Yeah. And, you, you know, you get to, just a... You get, maybe is it like they, they didn't want to, you know, kill off a player too early or something. Yeah, but you got no, but you have shields as well. So you could put those shields to deflect people firing at you. It's fantastic. But um, I yeah. can totally understand that. So, so that's why I sort of marked it down. Um, you also, there's not a lot of interaction. Look, well, the, look, there's interaction when you're flipping over the tiles and looking yeah. at what the other person's had they're building their ship and oh my goodness, they're building it so fast, what's going on? But I found that you're right, in that second phase when you're actually going around the board, um, we've played this with a whole bunch of people and we've played this with just ourselves, but when there's just two people, I, I see that you know, generally one person will have the fastest ship and there's, there's like tokens you can pick up and saying first and second, but they're, they're, they're one, one person's in front of the other. And if one person's got more thrusters, you get overtaken once and that's pretty much it for the entire time. Prepare ship for light speed. No, 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 light speed is too slow. Light speed too slow? Yes, we're going to have to go right to ludicrous speed. <gasps> ludicrous speed? Sir, we've never gone that fast before. I don't know if the ship can take us. What's the matter, Colonel Sanders? Chicken? Yeah, there's a little bit of interaction during that round because you can choose to hide behind someone. Like, if someone's got a lot more guns than you, and, that, you, and you think there might be pirates or smugglers... Is that interaction or is that tactics? Is that strategy? I guess so, yeah. That's probably more strategy. But back to the building phase, there is a bit of interaction there. I mean, you, you mostly, because you've got that timing, you're sort of focused a lot on your own ship. You are. But what I tend to do is I'll find a piece that I like, but it doesn't quite fit into my ship. Like it could be a gun, but I'm nowhere near the front of my ship. Are you about to give some strategy away how you do this? <laughs> so I'll put, the, I'll put it down in front of me because you can put them face up in front of a table and then keep building and hope to get it later. I've picked up on that strategy. Yeah, and then and I look at all the stuff bits. that's in front of <laughs> yes. you, and I, I try. Yeah, exactly. That, that's where the interaction comes in: is stealing the bits from other people. Fair play, because you can well. you can look over at somebody else rather than flipping your own tiles yeah. over, and you yeah. get an overall summary of what someone else I has know, done. It's a bunch all of that tiles hard to work. choose from. Yeah, yeah, all that hard work that they've done flipping those tiles over. Um, the other thing I said was, you, you know, know, next time I'm going to play this. Yeah, I'm just going to sit back. I'm just going to sit back and watch you flip all these tiles over, and I'll just pick from you. Do uh, a perfect ship. Yeah. <laughs> the um, another good thing for the interaction is that the rounds are fast. So yes. if you feel like you have made a bit of an error or your ship's just been blown to pieces too early on, you're not sitting around waiting forever for people to finish the round. True. Um, the other thing. I've got a lot to say about interaction with this game. So the other thing I had for interaction was that during the... I know you say there's no like technical interaction during the card phase, but what I do feel is that it is quite social because you've got nothing else to do. Like you're not reading your cards or planning your next phase because you can't like your next round because you can't do that. So one person's reading out the cards and everyone's like, ah, oh, like waiting. What's coming next? What's coming next? Ah, oh, space pirates. No. Yeah. Oh my God. I forgot about the space pirates. It, yeah. look, it's just suddenly occurred to me that a good rule that you could implement is if someone does get knocked out, then they become the narrator, and they're the ones okay, who flipped okay. over the cards. So they've given a job to do. But there you go. 
just yeah. something that occurred to me just then. But yeah, so I think even though the game technically doesn't have any interaction in that point, I think it is highly interactive because everyone's just sitting around listening to what's happening and laughing yeah. together. And yep. Yep. so, yeah, there's really, that's why I marked it still quite high because I think there is a lot in the socialness of the game. Cool. So that leads us to balance. What did you give it? I gave it a three. And I gave it a three as well. Yeah, this is the one thing that I feel like I needed to mark the game down on quite a bit. Yes. Look, um, experts will, I'm not going to say always, but very rarely will an expert lose against uh, a rookie. And that's mainly down to the real-time first phase, where it's easy for a rookie to make a mistake, put the wrong connector in or connect things the wrong way around or not build a solid ship and with that whole rush real-time phase that, that's going on it makes the next phase very unbalanced where you have to put those ships out there and race them side by side yeah. and you know that that to me feels like that there should be an element there where there should be more more things working against an expert and, and more luck built into it than the strategy. Yeah. I mean, there is luck in the dice rolls and medias come and pirates and stuff yep, like that. Absolutely. There's luck in what cards go into a round. Luck in the tiles that you flip over as well. Yeah, but there's a lot of strategy in that building of the ships in the first place, like knowing what to put where, and you do get better at that the more you play. So I agree that the expert will win usually over someone who's playing for the first time. And to combat that, we do have a little house rule that we play. So during the game, uh, for each round, you flip the timer to build the ship. First round, you flip it twice. The second round, you flip it three times. The third round, you flip it four times. And what we do is each time you flip that timer, we just pause, we roll a dice, odds, you swap ships, like rotate around the table, evens, you stay with the ship that you have. And that just makes it a bit of fun because it means an expert can be working on a ship, getting a really good, you know, base to that ship happening yeah, yeah. so that when a rookie moves into it they they're like oh okay and then they can just build on that or an expert can jump onto a rookie ship and go oh my god <laughs> what have i got here how yeah. am i going to fix this and make it a ship that's actually going to work and i love that you get out of the chair and you wander around or, or race around if you wanted to keep that timer active and that really plays well with the whole frantic side of this game the the first phase needs to be frantic in order for you to have maximum fun it's really good really essential yep so replayability now i gave this a four how about you i gave it a four as well yeah i've got a lot more notes than you do just looking at your page so can i start you go for it um this game when you start playing it your first you're all rookies and you're playing together it's high replayability there is just so much you want to jump in again and can i build the best ship possible for the time period i feel like i could do better you know my ship just got dinged that little bit but i want to get across the line with a perfect ship wouldn't that be great so really great but as you play on it the months and months pass this could be one of those games that sits on your shelf gathering dust once you feel like you've become a master ship builder. Yeah, yeah. I would probably agree with that, but I think, because there is, the variety of the game comes in the ships more than anything else and how the ships are built. Yeah. Um, it does depend on what tiles you flip over, but like you said, once you get 
when you become more familiar with what to put where and refine that shipbuilding process, there is one way to build a winning ship. And yes. Look, I, I really wish I could go back in time and be a rookie in this game. Yeah. That's how great a game it is. We did get our money's worth in those first few months that we had this game. Yeah. We definitely, you know, played it a lot and really had a lot of fun with it. It's just now we don't quite get the same level of it. Even though we can still enjoy it, we just don't quite get that same level of enjoyment because we know what we need to be doing. Mm -hmm. Look, it brings in a new element, I suppose, of expert versus expert. But you're a much stronger player than I am. I you am win, an expert shipbuilder. You win 90% of the time. Um, and it's only when they put that, that time variant, the roll of the dice and, and swap chairs that I actually feel like I'm competing a little bit. But we haven't brought it out in a, in a long time. Yep. Although for when you do first bring it out, the game is fun, it's quick and it's easy. So theme. Five. Five. It's so fun. Yep. And when you're turning over the cards, you're like, you know, screaming, space pirates or... Uh, meteors and oh my god I just spent all my batteries on the last term and there's no way I can power my shields and now my ship is just going to get destroyed and, and yep. we lost some good men to the epidemic in the last <laughs> round and uh, just everything about it is yeah. just fun to me anyway. Look, the cards are fantastic the way that it makes fun of all the things that are coming at you and the open space card even that everyone you start to oh, dread that no. and you've lost all your thrusters. Especially yeah if you're, if you're floating along and you, all you've got is a cabin and a gun yeah. and you're like just don't get open space just don't get open space i mean your ship by the time you get down to just a cabin <laughs> and a gun your ship is super streamlined yeah, so yeah. you know pirates can try and shoot you but they'll generally miss meteors will just glide past you but if you hit open space and you don't have a thruster you'll be floating for forever just lost <laughs> exactly the tension on this game is is great as well um especially when your ship just falls apart around you and as I said before, when you're a novice and it does break a lot easier, it's all fragile, all hanging off one connector and yes. it gets hit by a meteor, that's, that's really funny. That's, that's not even just a novice. Like sometimes I've had a ship and you just get hit in that one wrong spot and you realise it's that, it's that moment when you get hit and you're like, okay, that takes out that tile. And then you look at your ship and you realise, actually, that takes out half of my ship because for some reason, I only had that one tile connecting that half of my ship <laughs> to the rest of my ship. Just don't be feel defeated by this game. No. Because that's when you have your all your fun is that when you're crawling across the finishing line with only one crew member and... Or one cargo, but you make it. I mean, that, that's awesome. That, yeah. That's where that's where everyone's cheering you along. And those are the ones, those are the games where you remember. You guys are going to have to talk me down. I got some damage. Wait, hold it, hold it. Okay, Topper. Ease her in. Landing gear's frozen. Looking good. Lost my radar. Okay, a, a little more power now. I'm out of fuel. Right for lineup. Lost a wing. Doing fine. There goes the other one. Okay, Topper. Call the ball. Touching down. Yep. And it's, um, it's not just that it's a good theme. I feel like it plays through quite well as well. I mean, the whole idea of being, you know, working for this corporation, they've got a lot of spare parts hanging around. The sooner you can get out there, pick up some cargo, the sooner you can make some money. So you're just frantically chucking a ship together, trying to chuck the best ship together mm. before everyone else. So you've got these really these parts that don't really fit together. They're mismatched. They're 
you know, the ships are ugly. And yeah, it's just, you, the way it plays through, you really feel that. Best and worst. So best and worst. Best is the theme. Best is the theme. How it's can we fun. go against it? No, absolutely. It's great fun, good tension in that real time. Pick up as many tiles as you can and you have such a great fun playing through, racing everybody and getting hit and smashed and beat up but yep. crossing the line if you can. Yes. It's good. Yes, it's a little... Oh, it's not disappointing, but when you don't make it to the finish line, you're just like, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> and my worst is that it can be considered half a game. Yeah. So there are two um, phases to each round. Mm. There's the shipbuilding phase when it's all action, action, action. You're just building your ship. And then there's the, the phase where you fly through space and you're not really doing anything in that phase. Someone is picking up that deck of cards and they're reading through each of the cards. Yeah. Someone's rolling the dice to see what, you're just seeing what happens to you. There's not, you don't have a lot of control on that second phase. So I yep. think for that reason, some people consider it, could consider it half a game. But you've got to get into it, you know? Yeah. You've got to imagine those things happening to your ship. The worst thing for me was, was the balance. And we've mentioned this before, but if you're an expert and you're playing with novices, you own them. Yep. You know, you can you can take your time building the ship and, you know, oh, this part over here, oh, I need that, I need this and that, and just cherry pick it all and watch everybody else's tiles as they, they flip them over. And, you know, I, I just think you're not having as much fun as someone who's a novice and ship's falling apart. So, yeah. Final thoughts. Okay, overall impressions. I said it's just a light, humorous, space-themed game. I said it's a great theme, but you all want to play it at the same level, where you're all rookies or all experts. So, buy if you are interested in real-time games. Buy if you like the real-time uh, frantic games. So, they're yeah. identical. Uh, buy if you want to test your shipbuilding capabilities. Again, buy if you like the sound of building a ship and flying it in space. <laughs> and then I got buy if you can see the humour in floating across the line in a single cabin because that's the only part of your ship that remains after the pirates and meteors have hit you. <laughs> You've been listening to the All Manner of Things podcast, the podcast where we talk about board games. If you wish to get in contact with us, please email us on podcast at allmanneroffthings.com or visit us at www.allmanneroffthings.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.